Welcome to Talk Your Talk with Alaska. Uh, this week, I am talking with Alexander Richter. Alexander is a photographer and documentarian, uh, and you probably best know him from his work with Backwoods Studios. Uh, he does a lot of the album cover uh, photography for those for that group. He does a lot of the, the press photos. Um, he does a lot of work with those artists. He also has a long and storied history that we will be getting into, uh, a long and extensive career with a lot of work with publications, record labels, different artists. Um, so, you know, sit back and enjoy this conversation with a very interesting fellow. My understanding is that you grew up in Maine. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. Um, so can you talk about your early experiences as a kid growing up in Maine who you know, we're kind of around the same age. So I'm assuming, you know, you're kind of outside of the world of what is considered hip hop at the time, but you kind of got attracted to hip hop is my guess. And like, what was that experience like for you? Um, and you know, what was it that drew you to this music as somebody living so outside of the world that was considered hip hop at the time? Uh, I mean, I would say, yeah, like definitely the initial connection to it I guess is kind of like with some tape cassettes mm-hmm. and somehow getting connected to like Run DMC tougher than leather and I guess there must have been some music going on in like a music television way that was introducing to me because like you said I mean being in Maine it was definitely on the outer limits of where people were doing and really rocking with hip hop you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. kind of like at that time you were definitely it wasn't the common thing to be bumping. Okay. But um, I guess you think about it, it's like cassette tapes, music. I was fortunate enough to travel as a younger kid. My parents were, my mother was from the Basque country in Northern Spain. Mm-hmm. My dad is from uh, Germany. So like, because of doing that, I don't know, reading magazines, traveling in airports, you know, there was stuff that eventually pointed me towards this music. And it just seemed to be something as a f- avid, you know, I don't know. My music goes beyond hip hop, obviously, but it was something that attracted me early on, you know. So, like, I mean, I know at the time, like, I, I had like a similar thing, like growing up in Peekskill, New York, which is, you know, kind of close to New York, but it's still like it might have been might as well have been 100 million miles away. Hell yeah. Um, so like kind of like once I f- found that thing and like I really just kind of felt addicted to it, like I couldn't get enough of it. For sure. Um, and for me, the the sort of video and photo images were really important. And like, how did the photo and video images communicate that world to you? And like, why it did that in any way influence sort of the path that you've come on? Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, again, going back to the initial part of it is what do you see first when you're looking at a tape or Mm -hmm. at the CD or the record was some sort of photo or a video itself, you know, so that imagery, especially as a kid in high school, you know, when you're really reading magazines, like those were photos that you were also kind of you get inspired by you tear out of the book, you tear out of a page, you tape it to the wall, like um so it was definitely a a major connection to discover an artist before you hear the music you know if that was the case to be so for me again i think the path kind of set itself late you know i was always into music but i wasn't always into photography so Mm -hmm. you know 
I was going about life, doing my thing, liking music, inspired by the culture, you know, connected to it. And then in the actually, you know, the early 2000s is when I discover kind of that my father had some cameras at the house mm -hmm. that put me in a place where I was like, you know what, all of that inspiration that I used to get without even thinking about it, really, I wasn't always conscious of like, oh, this is a dope Beastie Boys photo. But then later you start to be like, oh, this is a Beastie Boys photo by Glenn Friedman or Ricky Powell, or mm -hmm. this is Jonathan Mannion photographing these people or uh, Esteban Oriol, you know, like all of these photos that would just be like cool to me. Um, we're kind of setting the tone in some respect for me to discover when I wanted to start making photos to see if I could put artists and people in that space that somebody else would, you know, think about, hey, man, this is a unique way. Not that I was even uh, conscious about it, but just something about the images that you're like, those are great photos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether they're black and white or whether they were color um, in the studio or on location, you know, through reading publications and music videos at that time, you're really kind of you know, before I know you or, or Cannibal Ox or, you know, whoever it might have been in that time period, you're kind of seeing photos or artwork of people that yeah. might kind of be like, all right, well, this is setting the tone for what I'm going to explore. And for myself later on, you know, it was just yeah. making those photos. It, it is interesting to look back on a lot of those photos. Like I've over the last couple of years, I've kind of become interested in like the iconic photos of artists. Yeah, man. And how those images tend to like relay more of the nostalgia than even the music does to an extent, right? Like music ends up getting very dated, but the, the photos will capture those people at this sort of powerful, pure and beautiful time in their lives. For sure. And there's something really like crazy about that energy to me that just like, I, I kind of like really, craving at this point in my life like as i get older yeah, you know man. i think like photos of young people and old people are kind of like amazing whereas like that whole middle period of your life is just who cares yeah right <laughs> no there's um, definitely a, a tremendous amount especially those people who were making conscious effort to make mm -hmm. great photos of their subject or artists at that time you know what i mean again if it's album packaging or there's so many people that have really done a tremendous job of building the foundation of like hip hop imagery or, yeah. you know, again, we, you broad photography as I like everything in, or, you know, specifically to our music kind of niche photography, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like those people, when they put in the work and they really sharpen their sword, they're doing their job to make the best images that you upstate thumbing through some old publication might be like damn bro here's this black and white dmx picture from exactly donkers and an area that you know that you remember and you know again whoever the photographer is you may or may not look them up or you might be like damn this is the same guy who consistently in that time period was documenting the culture properly and really preserving it in a way that, you know, was true to themselves. And then for you as a fan or uh, somebody who wants to kind of connect or remembers that time, you know, it gives you a gateway immediately in there. Yeah. It's, re it's really kind of special how, how magical that is. Yeah. So 
let's let's talk about like you kind of talked about your history getting into hip hop and sort of the things that attracted you to it. What was the transition like for you going from being a fan into somebody that's working with hip hop, being, you know, a photographer, capturing images, sort of working for publications, working on with artists, things like that. Like, how did that transition happen for you? It all happened in the same time that I kind of discovered that I wanted to make photos Mm -hmm. because I had finished school. I was finding these cameras. I was in New York. I had been in the Bay Area for a couple of years and out there I was working at Rasputin's, which was a record store. And, you know, I wanted to get in. I always loved music, like Mm -hmm. big reggae person, big Spanish music, you know, like whatever, just world music. And so always thought like, hey, man, it would be cool to be in this industry again in some capacity. And this was before I decided to make pictures. But when I came back to New York and like, the you know early 2000s that's when I kind of was like how am I going to be in New York City and do my thing to kind of create some work and what better way to do it than focusing on music that again as a fan of music I would love to try to make my own impact with these tools Mm -hmm. to see if I could do justice and capture you know the artists who were inspiring me then established or new artists who were kind of on the come up, you know, making music and trying to fight their own way through the whole thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it, it again, it was getting into publications, all of that stuff early on. It was a lot of no's. It was a lot of people not, you know, necessarily being interested because it was like, uh, I didn't have any connections really with anybody. And I was trying to, you know, you have to shoot for the fader or you had to shoot for the double XL or, you know, and so it's like those books aren't always easy to get into, you know? Yeah. So uh, fortunately the images that I did make, you know, caught the attention mostly of like European publications mm. and they were the ones who kind of gave me a little bit of an opening to play a bigger role uh making photos because once they saw that I was producing what I was doing, it was, you know, the trust was there to be like, okay, Alexander's in New York and there's this new, you know, hip hop connection, which wasn't even a new, it was one, I think, if not the original rap magazine in the UK or Mm -hmm. juice magazine in Germany, you know, shout out to these people who kind of were like, Hey, they gave assignments and they also let me pitch assignments that I would try to put forward to be like, you know, let me throw you an artist like, you know, and this is later on, but Ka or, you know, people that uh, were on my radar and I know that they weren't very far on other people's radar, but Mm -hmm. it gave me space to like make photos, connect with people, try to put them in a position where they get more exposure and their talent is obviously what it is, but you know, when I had opportunity, I definitely would try to put more of a focus without being cliche on people who were making music and, you know. Yeah. So, so during this time, like how much, like, I guess, how do you come about like creating your own aesthetic, like the sort of Alexander Richter look, like, how do you, how do you create something like that? I understand how somebody does it as like a musician, yeah. but 
as as a photographer like how does how do you build that up to the point where you're like let's get alexander you know we want that that sort of a look so how does that develop uh i mean i would like to be i don't know even know always what that look is except mm-hmm. that you know it's kind of like there is an, a raw aesthetic that i think that goes along with my images that mm-hmm. comes from a time also where I have to do a lot of run and gun early on. You weren't provided always like lots of time with the artist. They didn't necessarily, you know, a lot of dudes don't want to even have their photos taken. Yeah. You know, I mean, nowadays I would say that it seems different because, you know, it's all about the image in the video, but a lot of the times back then it's like, you know, you have to be a certain personality to really be, getting big on the camera you know what i mean so for me not that i'm a documentary photographer a street photographer or you know but i am at the same time both of those as i'm a portrait photographer so it's like trying to marry everything and assess the situation to be like okay i'm given this move i gotta play this part you know what i mean i i have to adjust constantly and kind of be fluid which inevitably made me maybe technically pare down my equipment. I shoot with a lot of available light when I was Mm -hmm. making photos, you know, I definitely use flash and strobe, but you know, there are certain images that it's always kind of trying to keep it simple. You know what I mean? Less is more was something that I always feel like I try to follow, you know what I mean? Something that is. And so just given any given moment with an artist, Obviously, some things have more planning and you can do more, but the foundation that got to a style that people would see, it's a lot of it was just kind of grabbing it at the moment and, you know, pushing through with whatever situations and kind of leaning into making the best photos that I could because I always was conscious that I wanted to make the best photos. Mm -hmm. I want people to look at those photos and be like, that's Alexander, like, if not then, now, if not now, later on, when people will be like, this dude definitely did his thing when he was making pictures, you know what I mean? Yeah. Created some type of style that is authentic and feels that people would be like, yeah, that stuff makes sense for the musicians who work with him. Again, you have to want to work with my style, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what people obviously trust as well is that it's like you know i'm not going to drop the ball on my end if you yeah. get an opportunity to try to make photos word so you know it's definitely like with any field like building the trust and building like the sort of the respect for your own name to the point yeah. that people know like if they fuck with you definitely getting quality yeah i mean there's a lot of people who probably don't fuck with me you know what i mean and there you know publications that i would you know they don't i never got an assignment or you know labels who never sent forward word from creative directors to do stuff and it's like mm-hmm. it is what it is like you know either you vibrate with what i'm doing and like it's kind of like that like attracts like and you know yeah. uh, at this point in my life i really just try to focus more on the people who are wanting to work with somebody like me versus trying to get to work with people who you know, feel like they're, they're, you know, whoever they want to work, you know, and a yeah. bit of that can be a defensive position, but at the same time, it's like, Hey, at this point I put in enough work 
that it's like, you know what you're getting to do. If you want to work with me, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah that's what's up. Um, so this is kind of a question. I think I, I don't know if it's even a good question, but it's kind of like a random question with, from the, the vision of somebody who photographs musicians, like, you know, within all genres of music, going back to like jazz photos, like the, the photographic of the image is like a uh, image of the artist is like really important for like the future understanding of the artist and even why it matters. Like there's something about the way the photographers catch the soul or the soul. I mean, that's kind of like a cheesy way to put it, but you know, like the essence of who that artist is, sure. what's unique about documenting hip hop artists like that makes them stand out from that perspective. I mean, I guess it's just that I like their music or that I'm a fan of the music, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? I, again, for me, when making the photos, you know, it's a fine line because it's not like, hey, I'm out there shooting, uh, you know, again, artists that I'm not inspired by their music. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I look at Blue Note jazz record album covers or photos, you know what I mean, of, of people making pictures at those times. Like they love the music. Yeah. It's like the people, I love hip hop. You know what I mean? I love the music. I love the culture. I love the, you know, it's produced so many things and really made so many important moments for me in my life that it's like, um, if given the opportunity to work with somebody or not even work, I mean, to be honest, because even if I have a chance, I always have a camera on me, but if I'm going to, bump into somebody and given one frame to make a photo, I really am going to be in my mind trying to be like, I hope this is the best one I can do. Mm. And I hope it's the best photo of the person that exists out there competitively in some respect, you know, because it's like, you want to put your mark down, you know what I mean? You want to do it. So with the artists that I have worked with, many of them have always been fortunately things that I also liked, Mm -hmm. which I feel like makes me work hard to try to make you know, the best image at that moment that we're sharing the time together, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's very difficult to make like iconic images or every image like just stand out, but really that is the goal. And so when people, you do work with them, it's kind of like, okay, that's why, yeah. Given the opportunity, I'm going to make my best photo of every opportunity you know Mm. it sounds silly it's like you can't be always like that but it's like it's really truthful it's like every picture i really am trying to be like yo i want this to be if somebody sees it they don't see it it's just like do your best yeah make it interesting get closer you know go wider whatever micro details macro details yeah i mean there's something when i look through your photos on the the website like and, and, you know, it could be, it happens with a lot of photographers, but with yours specifically, like there's something in the eyes that you capture that I find like really impressive. Is that, is that something you go for? Is that just like a side effect of the way that you're working with things? No, but I would definitely thank you for that. I mean, I would say that, you know, my portrait photography, a lot of it is very much looking directly at the subject artist mm-hmm. and really like, in the eyes, yeah. you know what I mean? As best as I can. I mean, there are times that, you know, you feel like, hey, I got to shoot somebody and they should look off camera or, 
look a certain way or whatever. But really, to me, it is a big thing of like the classic portraiture that I have liked as a fan of photography. I noticed these things that must have contacted me in a way that, I, you know, the communication from the subject's eyes sitting in front of the photographer's camera mm -hmm. to me is the viewer 50 60 80 years later looking through a book you know and you see it and you're like wow this is dynamic lighting or you know the image resonates with you that i do feel like i tried to have a lot of direct connection to the viewer from the subject word but know, yeah it's something that i i do am conscious of and you know, if anything, there are times I'm like, damn, son, everything, people are going to be like, bro, every photo, this person is just staring, you know, like looking at you. And it's like, but it's consistency, you know, it's it consistent and it's powerful because I, I think so much of at least hip hop photography is at least from my experience and the stuff that I've consumed is about the pose. There's like a power in the pose with hip hop photography, right? Sure. Like there, there's not as many sort of close-up introspective views on people's faces and, and i think that makes it stand out like even when i look at like um jamel shabazz's work yeah like that's all about the pose like it's the pose and the style which is it brings you back to a time and captures that unique feel but outside of like this fun moment with these people you don't necessarily you can't read much into them beyond that whereas no. i feel like with a lot of your work when you look at the the subject you could see a lifetime in their face which is really cool I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I really respect that. Um, so I was, you know, sort of looking through things. Um, I know you recently dropped the documentary, Dark Brother Rise. Yes. Um, are, do you have more plans to do like more video related work or video based projects? Uh, I mean, I'm always toying with it, like, uh, you know, because there are things that I, you know, again, I see the world always in a visual way. So it's mm -hmm. like, to me, you know, it's like, if it's not a photo, I definitely see motion. So, yeah. um, but depending on the subject, you know, something like Rise was a very unique story to me that felt like it should be shared, you know? Yeah. And again, as a photographer, he's a photographer's photographer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The same way dudes are like, that's a rapper's rapper. It's like, yeah. this guy, like you know, you doing when it's real, you doing it without a check. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you in there right loving it documenting living life and making yeah. photos not even uh he's known as the photographer but not outside of that world you know what i mean but nobody yeah. is you're never gonna say anything crazy because that man has documented queensbridge unlike anybody else mm. or maybe there are a few others but i i won't speak on them because all i know is rise you know but yeah. for the 41st side of 12th street it's like that dude is the man who has preserved the memories of known and unknown people. And, you know, again, just like, because he loves making photos. So his story yeah. is like, you know, he's not a celebrity photographer. He's not. And again, it's like, you know, with, with the people in New York making photos at the time that rise is like, there are big names and, you know, but rise was there making his photos, doing his thing inside the mob inside the culture, you know, again, yeah. not always on the outside, you know what I mean? But just living life and making pictures. So, um, short, yeah. you know, that was that moment. If the right story comes again, I would do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, depending on the, 
the dudes that I always am working with, you know, it's like, who knows what would happen yeah. in six months to, from now, you know what I mean? It could be like with the right idea. I don't know if you know, like back in the day, I had done some music videos early on. I didn't know that, no. Yeah, I had done stuff like uh, for early Bronson. Okay. And um, Mayhem and some artists from New Zealand and some other stuff. So there was a moment in time where I was kind of doing more video work. Mm -hmm. Then kind of fell off of it for a bit just to focus on photography. And then when I got the story for Dark Brother, I was like, you know what? This is a marriage of both of those again, you know, yeah. let me do it and see, you know, kind of testing myself again to see if you still got it to be able to like shoot motion, edit a story, find something unique, you know, because everybody got something that they want to throw up on the computer, but sure. good. Yeah, no, that's, that's very real. And, and the thing that is kind of cool, what you, you were talking about with him is like back, back in the days, like, like you know, the nineties and before digital photography, like you always had somebody within your group that was documenting everything. Yeah. And I think that's like something that, I mean, I guess now everybody does it, but like somebody that was versed in capturing those moments and was just there to capture those moments. It was really cool. Yeah, man, you had to be about it. I mean, again, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like that's somebody got to buy the film. Somebody got to process yeah. it. Somebody got to get the pictures. Some, you know, and when you see those photos, they're just beautiful. You know, I mean, it, it's not even always perfect. It's just kind of they're just very authentic to the moment, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, those very candid moments where like the love between people is captured and it's yeah. really cool. And again, that's part of Jamel. I mean, all of those, you know, it's yeah. from the, those, those photographs do transport you to a different place than when say shooting an artist and being very focused on like, Hey, I'm with like the clips. I got to really yeah. try to, you know, like rise or these, uh, you know, other dudes you're just potentially with the camera in a moment and you're just like, bing bong, let me grab this right here. Yeah. Put up. And then keep it moving. You know, a lot of times when I'm shooting, stuff is more like, okay, I got a job, I got an assignment, I got a, you know, like I'm I'm focused so much more that I, you know, I feel like when you mentioned the eyes, I'm like, yeah, there are just different things that go on at the time that you make the photos. They both are very powerful and like hmm. shared space together, you know. But yeah, motion. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. Sure. That'd be cool. Um, so I only, I only have like two more questions for you, but uh, one of them is like, I noticed with a lot of the, a lot of like just hip hop uh, album covers in general over the past couple of years have transitioned from photos of the artist to just photo images that kind of tell their own story. And, and backwards has been very big in this, uh, especially with like a lot of your work with like Haram uh, with Def C's record, even like, um, the shrapnel stuff which has the artist in it but it's a very small portion of what oh, yeah. that photo I, cover is like so so what is the process of like coming up with an album cover like that where it's it's not just the artists looking at the camera or being there it's it's a photo image that's supposed to tell the story of the record yeah i mean i guess the process or the thought behind it is depending on the artist right and depending mm -hmm. on the music it's like fortunately uh the relationship working with Woods um, when it's 
like Arm and Hammer or his stuff, you know, like we're able to discuss ideas, you know, what the album is feeling like, what the sound is like, what the, the title is, whatever. And then, um, you know, it gives me space to kind of, again, with somebody like Woods, it, it's not even like he's always loving a photo of himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not like he's really super psyched to be like, hey, I need to be on the cover. Like he's yeah. it's not really the focus, which I think has inspired you know, other people to also be like, it doesn't always have to be like that, you know, like the <laughs> artwork can, like you said, try to tell a story of what you're about to explore without it being literally like, you know, a photo of like the rapper or the producers or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that either, because yeah. you know, like paraffin, there's a powerful photo and there, you know, portrait or haram, there's the pig's heads. Or you mentioned Def C. Are you talking about the Def C Messiah music or the Def C Boathouse? I was talking about the Boathouse one. Did you do both of them? Yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was speaking about the Boathouse one in particular. So nice. I did it twice. There you go. I mean, Def C is a great gentleman. So. Yeah, man. Shout yeah. out to him for letting uh, me try to do my one too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it was great work both times. So. Um, yeah. I yeah. think, you know, again, it's beautiful that this type of there's that trust to 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 make you know art in your project you know mm -hmm. you have a 12 by 12 canvas and it's like you know when i'm making these pictures i'm always thinking about thumbing through a record bin you know what yeah. I mean? thinking on like the thumbnail like it's so it's like you know you want to be like oh damn bro i'm at this record store and i just pulled through the hip-hop section or i'm in the new releases and you know, like a collector of music, you buy shit just based off the visual sometimes, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, oh, that's a dope album cover and it turns out to be a dope album. Or, so many know, of my favorite albums have come across my desk that way. Yeah, man. You're yeah. just like, okay, this shit makes sense. And also if it makes sense, then it's kind of, those artists are thinking about how it makes sense, you yeah. know, for the most part. Like people want to tie details together. Yeah, definitely. People, and you just do shitty covers then it's like are what are you thinking what are you yeah, really no. doing i mean there there seems to have been a period where everything went to like music was devalued like you know kind of like the 2010s there was like a devaluation of music so i think people got away from that but it feels like we're back towards like the value of music and even like the fact like there's this massive vinyl resurgence like how does that feel knowing that people are not going to see your image only in like a small little frame, but they're actually going to have the 12 by 12 image. That's got to be pretty exciting. Oh yeah. I love it. I mean, again, you know, it's a blessing. Like I don't do a lot of gallery shows or, you know, kind of my photography again, it's like, it's has a wide audience and then it's mm -hmm. niche at the same time, you know? So it's like, I'm just fortunate enough to be trusted to make photos by people who are sharing their music with an audience that, uh, you know, again, it's a blessing to be trusted to make those photos. Yeah. So I'm always excited to work with somebody, but to know that, you know, I've been to Tokyo and seen the records in the bin and been like, damn, bro, that's a long way that's to awesome. go. Yeah. You know, it's like nobody knows really when they're flipping through it, but maybe somebody sees it and they'll be like, yo, that's Alexander or, you know, whatever the case is. Some people connect it, 
there's definitely an audience out there that is kind of like, hey, man, we appreciate what you do. And I very much anytime somebody shares that with me, you know, it's it's a great honor because it's yeah. like, I'm proud to create this work and I'm proud that uh, people take it seriously and that they know like when projects are coming out whether it's on a backwoods or, you know, these days it's a lot on backwoods, but it's yeah. like, you know, I would hope that people are like, yes, this is why these guys continue to work together because they don't drop the ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just anytime somebody like is moved enough to tell you how much your work meant to them, that's a pretty great feeling. Yeah, man, it really yeah. is. I mean, again, they don't have to tell you anything and more no. people probably don't tell you than they do tell you. So it's like, okay, well, if you decide to share that, you know, that's the intention. The intention yeah. is to make music or the intention is to make photographs and give in the ball to be able to be like, yo, do you want to do the album artwork for Haram? It's like, okay, well, yeah. How could I, <laughs> you know, it was between do that or if I wanted to do shrines and I was like, well, alchemists, I definitely can't miss trying to get a little piece of history here you know yeah. you don't get to do it maybe again but you know fortunately i was blessed enough to be able to do the release through alc records and so i was like man That's you know, dope. these are uh great opportunities to to make something that you know people have those i see them post them on the computer and i'm like yo they That's like cool. the vinyl they like the photos yeah yeah it's really dope yeah, man. It's a, uh, it's exciting. So but my last question is, um, you know, thinking back to like young you or like the future, whoever the future young you is, what would the advice be that you would have like given to yourself as a younger person? Like, as you're just starting to get involved in this. Mm. Oh man. Uh, have patience. You know, this is definitely a marathon that mm. you out to be on and recognize that you got to put in the work and that there's you know a lot of no's before there are yeses and that you know it's like uh you're not gonna please everybody not everybody's gonna like your style not everybody's gonna be down for it but that doesn't take away from what you're doing you know even though you're judging yourself based upon the people I was seeing in other magazines or seeing getting opportunities that I felt like I was not getting. Um, whatever the time was, it just didn't happen. So, you know, it's like, to, yeah, I guess patience because it's been a long run. You know what I mean? Like again, yeah. early that we're in the forties. It's yeah. not always easy to know, like in your late twenties, that shit it's, you're only in your late twenties. Like you're, you, not everything's going to pop and maybe you could pop, but you got to hang in there when your story is that it's not going off the way you want it right then and there, you know, you just got to really, and find the people who believe in what you do. Right. Yeah, really important. The people, I mean, it's, it's like the people who, what is, what's that expression that they have? It's like, you know, uh, pretty much, working with those who want to work with you and not chasing to work with people who are kind of like, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's a hundred Alaskas out there. I'll go get an, you know, it's like, nah, <laughs> I want to work with Alaska or it's like, there's other photographers out there. Or, nah, I want to work with Alexander. Yeah. You know, that's like, what's up. I see 
Yeah. So I guess just patience, young blood, patience. There you go. That's it. That's the, that's the most important lesson. Definitely. It is cool. Well, yeah. I want to thank you for taking the time uh, for a quick chat and uh, you know, we will get this up. We'll put links to your site. We'll put links to the, uh, to the documentary um, so people could check that out. And yeah, thank you again. Appreciate it. All right, bro. Thank you very much for reaching out. I mean, again, it's uh, an honor to be put into this group of people who are connected to music, but aren't necessarily the musicians, because, you know, there are these other pieces of the puzzle that go on that definitely are critical. And shout out to you for recognizing that and deciding to put forward a conversation with some other folks. I'm I'm happy to do it because it's important for people to know that there's a lot of avenues to get involved. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. I look forward to hearing it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know when it goes up. Cross pass in the future and the physical. Hopefully soon. Yeah. All right, man. Great talking to you. Great night. Yes, you brother. Too. Peace. And thank you again for listening to another episode of Talk Your Talk with Alaska. I will be back in about two weeks. Our next episode is going to feature Gang, PTP. Uh, And we're going to talk about not his music, but his work in album design, artwork, design layout, T-shirts, things along those lines. So it's it's an interesting conversation with Gang and a facet of his work that uh, isn't often uh, talked about. So I hope you enjoy that one.